Clancy Pasta presents Not a Virus.jpg, written by Stone Cold BTCH. I'm a professor in college, so I'm always on my computer. Either I'm grading papers, setting up my online teaching sessions, or answering emails from students slash colleagues. Since COVID, I've also been meeting with my students online to discuss whatever they feel they need to discuss with me. I get notifications of emails and school-related stuff to my phone just in case I'm not in my office. Yesterday, I'd sent an email out to my new students, greeting them and introducing myself, then giving them resource information on which textbooks I recommend getting to help with the workload. I sent out the long email and turned off my computer to go spend some time with my wife, Jess. I left my phone in my office and went to eat dinner and watch a movie. When I came back upstairs, I grabbed my phone before getting in the shower to check it. I had a few emails from new students and a couple from my colleagues. I scrolled through them, reading and marking the OK sirs as read, and went to mark the last one as read when I noticed an email from someone whose name was just Miles. It had one of those paperclip icons on the email, letting me know there was an attachment. I opened the email and clicked the name at the top, and the email address was just a bunch of letters and numbers at gmail.com. There was a photo attached that was named notavirus.jpg. The message in this email read as follows. Open that file. I'm so sorry. I know what you're all thinking. Why the hell would you open something that says not a virus? But don't worry, I'm not a total idiot. I loaded my mail up on my computer, ran the file through my virus scanner, and it didn't detect the thing. So, I clicked on the attachment. It was a photo of what looked like a woman's face. Her hair was hanging over the side of her face, and slightly over one of her eyes. Her eyes were sunken in, and seemed almost black, and her skin was pure white. Her mouth was warped into what I can only describe as a scream, but her mouth looked far too big to fit on her face, as if her jaw had completely dislocated. A loud scream filled my office, and I stumbled backwards, falling onto my back. I quickly got back up and tried replying to the email, asking what the hell they think they were doing, but each time I tried, the email failed to send. I shut off my computer and hurried out of my office and into my bedroom, and Jess was sat reading in bed. Sorry about the loud noise, hon. Some stupid kid sent me some weird email. I stood in the doorway, panning. My wife looked at me confused. What loud noise? She asked. The... the scream. Did you not? I replied, trying to catch my breath. Are you feeling okay, sweetie? She placed her book down, patting the bed next to her for me to take a seat. I looked at my wife, who seemed to be completely oblivious to the scream I could swear to you our neighbors on the other end of the street would have been able to hear. I stood dumbfounded for a second before joining my wife in bed. I told her it was nothing, and she quickly got back to reading. I must have fell asleep pretty quickly, because when I woke up to the sound of scratching on the walls, Jess was lightly snoring next to me. The scratching became louder and seemed to be getting closer to me. It eventually seemed to be coming from right underneath my side of the bed. I shook my wife awake, and she turned to look at me. What's wrong? Are you okay? 
Do you hear that? I whispered, the scratching almost drowning my voice out. Hear what? The water in the bathroom dripping? Just go turn off the faucet. It's no big deal. She sighed. The scratching! I yelled. Don't tell me you can't hear it. It's right below us. Jason? She sat up, placing her hand on my shoulder. Are you feeling okay? I don't hear any scratching. My head began spinning. Before I could reply, the scratching was replaced with screaming that was coming from the other side of the room. The same scream I heard in my office earlier on. I put my hands over my ears and looked over to Jess who was looking at me like she was terrified. She was talking to me, but I couldn't hear her through the muffled screaming. I started to scream too. Jess put her hands on my shoulders and began trying to comfort me as best she could, but I was inconsolable. I shut my eyes tight, praying it would end. After what felt like an eternity, the screaming stopped. I took my hands away from my ears and opened my eyes. As soon as I opened them, I was met with the same woman whose face I saw on that photo attachment on the email. Her face was inches away from mine. I let out an almighty scream and Jess switched the light on. The woman disappeared. After I stopped having a panic attack, I tried to explain to my wife what I heard and what I saw. She didn't believe me. I grabbed my phone and went to show her the email, but it wasn't there anymore. It had completely disappeared. I checked my spam folder, I checked my recycling bin. Nothing. It was like it never existed. My dear wife has contacted a therapist because she thinks I'm having some sort of psychotic episode. I know I'm not. I know it. After the amount of times she told me it was all in my head, and I argued with her that it wasn't, she decided to go stay with her parents for a couple of days. I felt terrible and wondered if it was actually all in my head. That was until this evening when I got a notification to my phone. One new email for Miles. I clicked on the email and looked at the attachment included. NotAnotherVirus.jpg I tried to delete it, but as soon as I did, it came back a second later. Everything I tried to do failed. I tried on my phone, on my computer, nothing. I went to turn off my computer when the cursor started moving on its own. I watched it click onto my emails, click on the email from Miles, and open the attachment. I was met with a man that looked almost exactly like the woman from yesterday. He let out a scream, and then my computer shut down. I don't know what I did to deserve this, or why this is happening to me, but I have a feeling this is only the beginning of something. We had a power cut in our house today. None of the lights are working. I've tried calling my wife, but she won't pick up. It's almost completely dark in here, and the only light I have is from my phone. The battery is on 13%. God, please help me. The scratching has just started. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed tonight's story. 
If you did, make sure to check out more of the author's work in the episode description and go to youtube.com slash clancypasta to hear new episodes first. And if you'd like your story featured in an episode, feel free to email it to clancypastastories at gmail.com. You can always get your creepy cool merch at teespring.com slash stores slash clancypasta store. And I hope you all have a great night. Cheers. <laughs>